Well, good Monday morning and welcome to Noah's Window on kind of a special day for Mary Alice and me. It's an anniversary of sorts. It was a year ago today that we filmed the first Noah's Window. And for those of you who have watched uh, through the last few months, you sort of know the history, how that even before I knew we were going to be shut down, just the suggestion that it might happen uh, caused me in the Atlanta airport uh, as I was waiting for a flight home from training a lot of pastors to sort of sit down and sketch out what we would do if we got shut down. I didn't think it was going to happen at the time. And while I was in the Sky Lounge that day, I started thinking about the first shutdown, the first quarantine. And that was, of course, when Noah and his family were in the ark and God made the window at the, had Noah make the window at the top of the ark so he could keep his focus on him. It was a year ago today, as I said, that we filmed the first Noah's Window. You know, Morales, we had no expectation we did not. on that day. I mean, what were you thinking when we started this out? Um, maybe two, three, four weeks. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there are so many lessons that we've picked up from Noah's Window. I think one of the things that has surprised us is that so many have responded that this was kind of a missing element in their lives and although we were doing it for the, uh, we were doing it primarily because of the coronavirus season, just the fact that we weren't going to be able to gather as a church, I think one of the things that became uh, a learning moment for us is that a lot of people were looking for something like this in their lives on a daily basis to to get some sort of spiritual strength. I mean, isn't that something that you heard is a lot? True. And and most people don't realize that Mark had wanted to do a daily for many years. <laughs> right. and I, kind of uh, dissuaded him because I knew it was going to be a consuming project. But um, what we've heard from you is that it really is uh, valuable to have a daily word. And so we're, we're committed to trying to continue that on. But it's almost unbelievable that it's been a whole year. It, it is. I mean, it, I, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around it. You know, Mary Alice, looking back on this last year, and, and you know, now, of course, I'm sort of pulling back from not only Noah's window, but New Spring and, and what we've experienced in our family and, and the nation as a whole, even though we're in turbulent times. I really wonder if one of the great lessons of 2020 for God followers is that God is faithful. Yes. You know, have you yes. have you felt that this year? I mean, as you've looked at what God has done in spite oh, of absolutely. all the circumstances. Uh, all the horrible predictions as far as ministry goes um, that seemed logical didn't happen for us. God intervened mm -hmm. and God has done amazing things in our ministry and and all the things that God has led us to do. He's blessed exponentially and it's been amazing to watch what he's done. <laughs> I don't need to tell Mary Alice this. You know, of course, I deal with anxiety. Yes. And, <laughs> boy, boy, true words were never spoken. I'm not a fearful person. I mean, you, you know, of course, I'll take on great risks and attempt great things for God. But sometimes it's the quirky little stuff that really kind of sidelines me. Uh, I think one of the great lessons that I pulled from 2020 is that, you know, the things that tend to worry us going on in the world God has so much control of. I mean, there's no way that we can look back, uh, whether we're talking about just in our family or uh, at New Spring Church, there's no way that you could look at the problems on paper that we were gonna encounter during the coronavirus mm -hmm. and you know, look at all that and not see catastrophe. Now, of course, there has been a catastrophe in, in the half million people who died with coronavirus and those who suffered with it, of course. And I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about, 
if you look at on paper what was what would eventually happen, mm-hmm. and then at the same time look at how God has worked in spite of that. Maybe that was a God lesson for us mm-hmm. that so many of the things that worry us shouldn't shouldn't worry us. Well, of course, for us, our our purpose in life is to see people get connected with God, and, and very often people get connected with God in very dark places. Um, and I will just say this, not to do uh, analysis in public, but your anxiety is almost always internal. Yeah. <laughs> and you're extremely courageous on external things. So, um, but yes, watching watching God do the impossible, yeah. um, which is what he does, and bless in spite of um, all these things and, and uh, redeeming hard things and turning them around to, to bring people into relationship with him who might not have come through the doors uh, not necessarily physical doors, but the spiritual doors to seek him out. We've watched that happen through this year. You know, I'm just a few steps away from my home area where I write sermons. I rarely ever write a sermon at the church offices. You know, you mm-hmm. know, I like I like just quietness, and I'll put on my worship music and, and I'll write the sermon to music. I can't tell you how many times I work on a sermon, and the theme of it, in some fashion is that you can trust God when things don't look like you can. You know, I mean, that seems like that's a key element that just over and but over. if you can see it, you don't have to trust. Well, yeah. And, and so I look at this and I think it's almost as if we've had a whole year of God validating that over and over and over, that you really can't trust God. You know, it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to trust God when you go through one of the storms of life, which is what we talked about yesterday and or, or Saturday, Sunday on the weekend. But for me, I know it's been a real faith building experience. Um, and 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 I'm, gosh, this is maybe not a good place to go because I know that not every church saw this scenario I'm about to talk about, like New Spring saw it. But you know, so oftentimes when you get scared in your Christian walk, and it looks like there. Problems out on the horizon. I think Satan comes along at that moment and says, "Well, then, well, then, take this, take this easy way out." And mm-hmm. and again, gosh, I'm really cautious about this. But I know that we had a moment back um, in uh, 2020 when you know we didn't know what was going to happen financially with New Spring, and in the midst of that, the government offered uh, the for the first time it offered money to what would eventually be churches. Normally there's a separation mm-hmm. there. And for us at New Spring, that would have been like a million dollars. And it was, um, you know, a lot of churches decided, yeah, they would take that. But for New Spring, we just said, no, we're going to trust God. We're going to trust each other. And, you know, you look back on that and God, God has just supplied our need over and over. And yet now we're starting to see some ministries that took that money that are beginning to deal with some of the ramifications of that that are not pleasant. And I I don't want to talk so much about that specific situation. I just want to say to all of us that when you're in a scenario where things look bad and, you know, Satan comes along and says, well, here's a way out. It's really important just to keep trusting God Mm -hmm. because we learned that lesson in 2020. Well, God's resources are so much greater than the government's. (laughs) Oh, boy, yeah. I mean, God's not in debt trillions of dollars. Well, that's another another, another talk talk for another day that I probably shouldn't have. Well, and I think from my perspective, watching God lead you through those days and and each one of those steps, it was obvious that God was leading you because it wasn't, you didn't go looking for consensus necessarily. And in many cases, it was, um, uh, it really was stepping out on faith. Yeah. And I think that's where we see God work. Um, 
at the end of the day, how many times we see it over and over in the Bible, God sets up a situation where you have no choice but to give him glory because it had to be God. <laughs> That's right. Well, we, God. we sure, Lord knows we sure know that at New Spring. I don't think I've ever said this to the church at Hull, but I said it to our, our leadership team over and over. I said, I've never felt a time where I felt like the Lord just taking me by the hand and, and leading me like I felt it in 2020. And we've, we've tackled bold things in the past. I mean, you know, a whole litany of them. And last almost 36 years that we've been here. But I, I don't think I ever felt the Lord leading me by the hand like mm -hmm. I felt in 2020. And we need that today. Well, thank you for joining uh, Mary Alice and me for Noah's Window on this anniversary, one-year anniversary for Noah's Window. We sure had no idea that there were going to be several hundred, mm -hmm. a couple of hundred uh, editions of it. But we've enjoyed it. It's been a blessing to Mary Alice and me. And, of course, i got to tell you, my favorite Noah's Windows are the ones when Mary Alice talks. I... If I don't get to see them in the morning, I'll always watch them uh, on YouTube right before I, right before I, I, I turn in for bed. Uh, but it's been a great, great experience for us. And we hope we've been a blessing to you because we love, you know, connecting with you. Even though we're not able to physically connect, we love being able to connect by Noah's Window. And we hope that what we do in our, our small way, we hope that it adds value to your life. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things that I love is I love to hear Mary Alice pray. I've, I've said that uh personally and to her through the years. But now those of you who know us, now you know what I'm talking about. There's something comforting about Mary Alice's voice. Uh, it's the most comforting sound I hear. And I love it when she prays over me. So Mary Alice, I'm going to ask you if you would just to lead in prayer and ask God's blessing on all who are watching those window. Do that. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for the privilege of uh, being able to share your word. I pray that you'd always guide us with wisdom and and truth that what we share is uh, is truly from you. Thank you for, for um, all the great victories we've seen over the course of this past year and for taking us through these difficult days. I pray for each and every person who's watching or listening that whatever challenges they're facing yes. today, that you would meet their needs, that you would intervene on their behalf, whether it's finances or health or relationships, yes. whatever it is, I pray that you would just be present in their life and I pray that you would guide them in such a way that they would look to you because we know you are the one who has the answers. We're going to thank you for all the things that you have done, the things that you're doing even today, and the things that we can look forward to in the future. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary Alice. Well, join us tomorrow for what I guess it's not just Tuesday. It's the beginning of year two on Noah's Window. God bless. Have a wonderful day.